And I'm Allie. And it's about, about time, time for true crime. crime. What is up, you guys? Hey. Holla. We hope you're having a wonderful week. How the hell are you? We hope fantastic. Happy Thursday, guys. Happy Thursday. It has been a couple of weeks now, like we said in our last episode of, you know, our first episodes coming out and everything. So we're kind of in our groove now. And again, we've got over 700 of you guys tuning in and <gasps> we just, y'all are nutty just like us and we love it. And I just wanted to take a second. I, I don't know. I'm just feeling a little sappy today Aww. in my old age. And... <laughs> I just want to thank you guys again for hanging out with us because it, I don't know, just gives us a space for Abby and I to be able to talk about the things that, again, we're already talking about anyway. And the fact that there's, you know, a lot of you nutty people that are just like us that just want to hang out, it just, it it means a lot, you know? It really does. And the other thing, you guys, is even though we're having these conversations on our own anyway, we're doing it in whispers in between cubicles and seeing clients and on the weekends when we see each other. We don't have a community to share this with. So it's been really satisfying and kind of humbling and wholesome and just wonderful guys. And what I think is like really cool. I mean, Abby and I are platonic soulmates. It's true. We're besties. We do everything together. We're a lot alike, but we're also so different and our, we <laughs> yes. have different views on like almost everything. And if we yeah. have the same views on something, then we like get there in different ways. Like we arrived at that conclusion, this ass backwards way <laughs> than the other one did. For example, Allie says ass backwards. I say back ass words. And that's just it, guys. Yeah, that's just it. Same thing. And different method. We just like that this is like a calm and open space. I mean, we disagree on a bunch of things that we're talking about here <laughs> all the time guys. all the time and if you can be respectful and you know share your view on something you know i kind of live by the you know do no harm take no shit sort, yeah. of, sort of thing and there's no harm in us chatting about that i mean obviously our morals and things that are super <laughs> important line up yes um for example neither one of us are like yeah murder woo let's go do it we're like um, Ugh, murder why let's talk about it <laughs> um because you know we're totally nutty like that but it's just it's just cool to be able to share the other perspectives and i think that like even in podcasts a lot of times where there's multiple hosts they all kind of have the same opinion and so they're just reiterating like they're just like regurgitating back and forth the same idea yes and I will say I know I do that a little bit but I think that a some of sometimes you guys people just agree but also it's important to understand the other person's argument when you disagree so and, and add like other layers to it. and I can't believe I said the word regurgitate and you didn't like <laughs> I know <laughs> But so I mean, I, I'm going to at myself. But. Regurgitate is no penetrate. <laughs> <laughs> See? Moist. See? <laughs> oh, no. Okay. But <laughs> anyhow, <laughs> um, I do think that that's kind of rare in some podcasts, too. And I also think that that can be kind of rare in friendships. And I, I do. I think it's, you know, we're all growing as people. We're all works in progress. So, you know, we're not perfect. But if I was still you know, today, who I was five years ago, I would say that that's not a good thing because we should be growing and changing and, you know, very different than who I was before. And I'm sure you're very different than who you were before. Oh, but yes. God, if you knew me five years ago, you didn't know me. Sorry. No, exactly. And, you know, the friendships that we keep were just very different. I mean, God, the people that, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's weird. Well, but 
And I was going to say thank you to you because I think, like you're saying, it's so rare to find someone who can have those conversations, let alone, you know, the possibility that we would find each other growing up in different parts of the U.S. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) we didn't even go to college together, so it's not like we were school friends. And We happened to meet at this job. (laughs) That neither of us applied for, by the way, which is also just a wild twist of fate, but... um, I was meant to be my little platonic soulmate. And after all of that, to still have someone who can not only arrive at the same conclusions for the things that are important to me, but can respect my method of getting there, even while yours is different, it adds such a layer of um, diversity and different perspective and and just a layer of respect I have for other people's decision making that you don't get when people don't share that. So thank you. And obviously this comes with an asterisk for like you know really shitty things i hope that you guys are getting my point where it's like not things that are like well i just think you should be able to beat the shit out of whoever you want and that's not what i'm saying no and it's not we don't compromise morals we just have you know different processes but it's refreshing to be able to talk about that like in a podcast and it's refreshing to have that in a friendship and then to have those things together is just really cool that's true so i just wanted to thank you guys for again i don't know tuning in hanging out with us i don't know if you're driving to work i don't know if you're just winding down after night if you're like me you're get like you're getting ready in the morning and listening to it because there's nothing like doing your makeup and listening to gruesome terrible shit i don't know if that just makes me really weird that's me in the car drinking my little coffee and taking my little lactate like oh my god well okay only if i don't get oat milk but that's not the point so (laughs) like you know Preventing my little tum tum from hurting. Listening to <laughs> like, and then they were dismembered and buried in the woods. And yeah, I'm that's, like, that's not mm. why your stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but it is just really cool for us to do that, and it's it's cool to be able to be candid about a lot of it, and to sit here and just be like, well, I think this, well, I think that, well, I disagree about this, and then it's like, okay, cool, and yeah. you know, <laughs> and it's okay, I respect your thought, and I don't know, it's just it's cool. And, you know, we appreciate you guys being nutty with us. And, you know, we're still a few episodes in. I mean, we're still learning. I think we're a lot better than our first one, but I'll let you guys decide that. But I hope so. <laughs> you know, you're you're bearing with us as we navigate this territory that's new to us. Not the conversations we're having, but this the format that we're having them in. And, you know, we appreciate you guys like telling a friend and, and spreading the word and helping us get this out there because we want to be able to give you guys what you want. And if there's certain stories or topics or theories or anything that you guys want us to cover, please let us know. And please tell a friend, subscribe, rate. Yeah, you guys, please give us like a cute little star rating. Give us your thoughts, your comments. Honestly, if you want to hear stuff from us, you can put it in there but you could also just dm us or email us seriously i mean we're we check those things and we've gotten some really cool things and we'll 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 be posting more of the like kitty pictures that we're getting we already have podcasts we have podcasts and pod pets yay and i just we love all if it was podcasts and pet casts oh my god (laughs) sorry But we love all the little whiskers and the little toe beans and all that stuff. And we're booping all your noses. Uh, all to tell you cats. Oh, we love it. So, I don't know. That was my little just like sappy. I was just feeling really grateful. Allie was so cute before we started this. She was like, um, I kind of have a thing I want to say. 
is that okay i was like yes dear. i'm just like not totally gonna tell you what it is so i just have to catch you off guard but it's okay if that i do that okay thanks okay thanks okay, it was thank really you. cute <laughs> but this episode y'all are hearing from me and it Whoa. we are i don't know buckle up buttercup i'm clicking in click it or ticket someone loves you that was actually my favorite little sign outside of my college. It said, like, buckle up, somebody loves you. Oh. Anyway, continue. Well, so today we're going to be talking about the murder of Paige Doherty. Okay. You've probably heard of this case. You might not have connected the dots yet, but I think as we get into it, like, for me, I remembered this one and then i read more about it and i was like oh that's the one and i had remembered hearing about it before but i specifically like did not listen to any podcasts on this or anything like i tried to just not because i didn't want to be influenced by like other people's opinions or anything like that so right um we're gonna jump into the story of Paige doherty's murder so a little bit of background on Paige. She was born April 17th in the year 2000. That's close to my dad's birthday. Not in the year. Not yeah. Oh, really? The year. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we are on a 2000s kick. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, like the last three in a row, bit, right? I know. Damn. Um, and she lived in Clydebank, Scotland. 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 That's it. That's all I, that's, that's all I practiced. <laughs> I'm just not good at it. But. I'm Scottish and I can't do it, but I did get a pretty good Merida down once. Ooh. Yeah. Look at you. I can't... The accent thing, it's not really my, my forte. I do like an Irish accent, though. Those Mostly, are so difficult. I really love um, threes in an Irish accent because it's three. 33. Oh. <laughs> I never noticed that. It's I'm very like, good. Anyway. <laughs> not the point. Scotland. Okay. Anyway. So she was very close with her family. Her and her mom were especially close. And she lived with her mom, her stepdad, and then she had three younger siblings. So she was the oldest of four. And Paige was like this tiny little thing. She was four feet, eight inches. I know. And this is where, you know, we're in um, like 2016. She's not quite yet 16. Well, unfortunately, she doesn't make it to 16. So she's 15 years old. But she's a short little thing, which relatable. And um, she's a little spitfire, which is also relatable. Um, she was a dancer and she had a lot of friends and she had a boyfriend and she's a very pretty girl. I'll, we'll post pictures of her on the Instagram for when um, this episode releases, but she looks a lot older than she is in a lot of okay. pictures. She's she's one of those 15 year olds that could have passed as 21, mm-hmm. but then you see like some not done up photos and you're like, oh my God, she's 12. You know what I mean? Yeah. So very cute little thing. Um, she dreamed of owning a hair salon and she was really into hair and makeup and fashion. And she had decided like by that age that that's what she wanted to do. She wanted to like go into like the beauty industry and like fashion and and all kinds of fun stuff like that. I'm looking her up. She's the cutest little bean. Isn't she? Yeah. But you're right. It's like. There's some photos where she looks. She looks like she could be in college doing an internship or she looks like she could just be. I don't know. Like, mom, I want to go to the mall with my friends. Like, some she's not getting carded buying booze, and others she's, like, getting asked if she wants the kid menu. Yeah. Which, relatable, because that happened to me a lot. In college, I was asked to show my ID to go to a rated R movie. 
and you have, you have to be 17 i'm like really Oy vey. but anyway i'm not bitter i'm a little bitter so <laughs> we're gonna jump a little bit forward to um march 18th uh 2016 and this was a friday she slept over at her friend's house and then she was supposed to go to work the next morning and she worked at a hair salon there's like oh there's like mixed reports i mean i find it hard to believe that at 15 she was like doing hair i think she was just like learning about it and just worked there right but she really liked working like in the salon setting and you know she worked part-time she's in high school and when she like uncharacteristically didn't show up to work on that saturday the 19th it sort of like sparked some concern. Right. So she would usually take a bus to work and she had like her typical bus route. And if she had time on the way in, she would usually stop to grab like a coffee or a breakfast sandwich or something to have breakfast on the way in, which I get it. Like if I don't stop at dunks and oh my God, I I saw someone rage quit at the dunks I went to this morning. Are you kidding? Like while I'm like in the drive through line. Say more she's storming out and she's swearing and flipping off i'm like nothing like a new england dunks like (laughs) and i get to the front and they're like f-bombs back and forth like this girl like has her mic on like still to the drive-thru no and i'm like i can hear it echo i can hear her talk and then i can hear like it echoed out the machine in the back and they're like yelling at each other and i'm like you know what my coffee was still good though i skirted out of there bye bye now But that is not the point here. That's not the point. That's why, okay, no offense. Um, I do like Dunkin' Coffee, and I love a Dunkin' Hash Brown, but you don't get that shit at a Starbucks. And before coffee, I couldn't handle that. Like, I'm impressed that you handled that, even just by leaving. I mean... I would just probably, like, jaw to the ground, like, what do I do? Well, and what's really <laughs> funny is it's normally the same woman, and, like, I have no idea what her name is, but I know, like, where her kids go to school, and, oh like, like you know, yes. what her weekend plans are, and, and everything, and, like, I try not to be that person at the drive-thru, because, like, we're all trying to go to work, like, right. we gotta be quick, but she'll, like, tell me about this, that, and the thing. I'm like, oh, thank you, okay, um, bye-bye, bye-bye. now. <laughs> um... So, like, I like her, and then there's just this, like, other one that's just, like, losing her shit. I'm like, what in the hell? That's so funny. Okay. But all of that to say that I was probably like Paige at that age. Gotta go get my coffee and my little sandwich on my way to work. Yup. And that was very typical for her to do. So, she had a boyfriend. His name was Dylan. Dylan and Paige. Couldn't find anywhere how long they'd been together, but I mean, like, they were 15. Like, how serious was it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just probably very sweet, I'm sure. Cute. High school stuff. And by lunchtime on saturday he hadn't heard from her and he said that was like super weird because she was glued to her phone she always had it on her and she would never let the morning go by without just like a text yeah even a good morning yeah something you know like oh hey i got to work or like on her lunch break or something reaching out and so when it got to lunchtime and he hadn't heard out that's when he was getting concerned so he kind of just said screw it i'm gonna just call the salon because he tried calling her she wasn't picking up so he calls the salon. Right. That makes sense to me. Just to just to check in. I don't think there were some things like that's kind of creepy and possessive. I'm like, no, he was concerned. Like, I'd be pissed if, you know, my boyfriend didn't do that. If someone I hoped cared about me wouldn't try to call a place they knew I'd be if I was not picking up. Yeah, that I was supposed to be at. I don't know. So I didn't see it that way at all. But he calls and asks to speak with her. And, you know, the boss was like, oh, it's really weird. She didn't come in today. 
and this is where he got concerned because she really did like her work i mean obviously work is work but she enjoyed it and she was 15 she's working part-time and it's like she was excited to get involved into the field that she kind of wanted to head into so it was not like her to no call no show she was very mature and responsible with her work and everything so she had never done this before so this was really 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 weird she definitely would have at least like reached out to her boss if something had come up or she was sick or something like that so after this and you know finding out from the boss that she's not at the salon dylan calls Paige's mom pamela and asks if pamela has heard from Paige. and again dylan was told no she hadn't heard from her so at this point sort of like the work and Dylan and the family are sort of all connecting that like no one's heard from Paige and this is really weird. Right. And they kind of like they know Paige would never blow off work. She's not like that. And she wouldn't have ignored messages from her boyfriend and her parents. I mean, that's arguably who she'd be talking to the most. Right. So. Well, I mean, I think about my life at 15. Yeah. That's it. That well, was school. It, yeah and so they contacted the police right away they I mean they were on top of it i mean that's awesome because they knew their kid and they knew she wouldn't do that and she was very 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 close with her mom and i'm really 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 close with my mom and if i don't talk to my mom like for a day i'm like oh my god hello <laughs> <laughs> are you there so yeah i you know i i would have been her you know what i mean and the police began inv- investigating where she could have gone so they knew that she left the friend's house so where did she go from there and while the police are starting to try to like trace steps where they think she could have gone um her family just kind of like jumped into action and they started this facebook page that was like called like help find page or something like that to try to get information out to say like this is our daughter this is what she was wearing or you know this is i don't know like this is what she looks like her hair color like this is how tall she is what she weighs have you seen her you know a lot of like you, yeah. you probably know her did you so, see her in the last day unfortunate walmart wall full of you know this is my kid please anything well exactly and so they got it like onto it real quick and they even put like this is the bus route she normally takes like if you own a business or live in this area can you like anything will help can you let us know right so while Paige's family is doing that the police are um to the at the friend's house and they confirm with the friend that she had left that morning. And then they kind of like tried to track where she might have walked um, because she didn't have a license or anything. So they searched the area around um, where the friend lived and then where Paige lived, but they didn't find any sign of her. So they mapped out the bus route that she typically took. And they started asking people who lived in the area if they had seen her or anything like that, like all the houses that were kind of around the bus route and the businesses that were around the bus route and everything right and no one had anything no one said anything and then they get to um this corner store type place and the guy says oh yeah um around 8 15 i saw her because she was walking by and she waved to me like through the window oh and sweet baby angel and this this man knew her like he not like well or well, personal yeah. or anything but she often would stop by there on her way to work or you know if not in his store another one or something like that and so um it, that wasn't atypical so at this point they can place her there at eight fifteen in the morning and that 
okay, they know now that she did leave the friend's house. She did take the bus. And at this point, it's a seemingly, yeah, it's a seemingly normal morning. Like, this is what she normally would have done. She didn't look panicked or smile, a happy wave to someone you see on the way to work every day. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And so version of the Duncan girl. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And so he, you know, he said that she would often come in, get food, like, because he had like, I think it was like a little like breakfast sandwich shop too yeah i think there was like a few of them sort of all in a in a row and like delis and and other things like that um and so she had gone into his store before but on march 17th on that saturday Paige passed right by and didn't enter Mm -hmm. and he was trying to help investigators so he offered them access to all of his security cameras that he had all those that's so nice all the cctv footage um from the premises right and um at this time this was the only lead they had so they took the video for analysis but that takes time so it didn't happen immediately um then we're gonna fast forward a little bit two days later so we're at monday march 21st 2016 it's around 1 p.m and a couple uh was walking through this like wooded path and they saw what looked like like a human body sticking out of like trash bags under like this pile of leaves like it just looked really strange and they kind of like backed away and and called the police but they could kind of put it together that like something was not right here so the police get there and it's pretty clear that it's Paige's body and her cause of death was later determined to be from multiple stab wounds, but focused on, like, the neck and face. So it was pretty brutal. Mm. Um, l- lots and lots and lots of stab wounds. She'd been, so, she'd been stabbed 61 times. Oh, my God. And she's this tiny little thing. There's not even room in her body for that many. She's, she's just so little. And did you say, I'm so sorry, did you say that the couple saw her or they just called law enforcement who came and found her they saw what looked like a body it just looked really weird like it was like half covered up with leaves and like wasn't far off like the beaten path like it really wasn't hid well enough yeah deep in the woods but i mean like she it was like a trash bag which was like odd under leaves which was odd and then like a little bit of like her hair which is odd and they called they don't think that they got too close good i'm glad they don't deserve to see that yes and um they believe that the wound that killed her was like this gaping wound to the left side of her neck. So they think oh. that like he had cut her neck and she kind of bled out. I don't know if it was slowly or not. I kind of hope that it was quick. Yeah. If, if it had to be her, that way. Yeah. For her sake. Yeah. Um, so at this point they have her body, but they don't have any suspects. She is not even 16 years old. She's 15. She was friendly. She was very pretty. She had a nice you know boyfriend she had a very loving family a family that paid a lot of attention to her it wasn't like she was wild and running crazy she was very close with her family mm-hmm. and no one could imagine someone wanting to like hurt Paige, let alone murder murder her in such a violent way and now the news and media outlets had confirmation that her body um, was found and there was a lot of commentary Oh, that's the worst. So the most disgusting were those who trolled Paige's mom. What? So because assholes will be assholes. 
Yeah. Um, they were sending her like edited photos of Paige because again, they made the Facebook page and looking for her. So they had photos of her up and people would take the photos that the family had posted on Facebook, like while looking for her and would edit them with like these like gruesome captions and like edit, edit people, edit in like blood and everything. Like it was gruesome. Others were saying like, why didn't you help me? Like what the fuck? Literal, just disgusting, just evil asshats. If you take it upon yourself to meme a photo of a girl who's dead and send it to her fucking mother with the words, why didn't you help me? There's a special spot in hell for you. And I hope you sit uncomfortably there mm-hmm. forever. No. That is ridiculous because I guarantee you she is getting enough of those nightmares herself. She does oh. not need you. And it's not her fault, but I don't, I can't imagine being a mother and not and facing this sort of tragedy and not dealing with some of that. So just go fuck yourself. Like, I'm sorry. What the fuck? That level of like evil and like how you gain satisfaction (laughs) from just trying to capitalize on the worst time in someone's life. I can't even wrap my head around it. What kind of attention do you need so bad? You're willing to say that to someone hurt like that hurt and grief. No, it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. And they said things like they're lucky that that that's all she got and a lot of like very disgusting sexual things that I'm not going to include but what the she was 15 I know but assholes will asshole asshats will asshat asshats will asshat trademark I feel like we just got asshat rick rolled (laughs) I don't even know how to dad joke that that's how mad I am anyway but this poor mother like Pamela is trying to wrap her head around the fact that she now needs to bury her firstborn and not Ugh. not all of the feedback that they got I mean there was a lot of right. grieving you know what I mean like with the the obvious and what you'd hope the the you know majority of the responses were were trying to be uplifting and offering support and you know the community trying to come together and sharing positive memories that they had about Paige but it also I didn't want to just ignore the fact that the mother also had to endure that right the the evil people you know saying that but I also just want to point out that even though these terrible things were said to her the investigative side of it like they looked into those comments but nothing that was said made them look twice at it and that they thought like the actual killer was sending these messages there wasn't anything that right they thought was tied to it in any way so they were sort of asshats were being asshats yes because asshats will asshat but um at least they they weren't swayed by it and it's good because none of the people that were trolling were the you know anyone that did this so they were all a different kind of fix suck yes Fix suck. Yes. <laughs> Y'all better remember that from last episode. Otherwise, you're very confused right now. Akko, maybe you should listen. Maybe you should. <laughs> um, so, you know, they they knew they were just internet trolls and, you know, they were dickbags. So, um, they knew that there were evil people out there that just wanted entertainment. Um, but they just kept going and they continued to try to retrace Paige's steps. Um, because what looked like was a normal Saturday morning for her, like right up what they saw on the CCTV footage, like somewhere shit went horribly wrong because two days later 
they were able to determine like from her body that she was killed on Saturday. So like Mm. something happened that day. So they speak with John Lethem who owned delicious deli, which um, the CCTV footage showed that Paige had entered, which was right next to the store that the, the first shop owner owned. So like when she passed the first shop owners and waved, she went into this place okay which was delicious deli yum and was owned by john Lethem. so they showed him her photo and he's like i have no idea who that is and he's like i see a lot of people in a day i don't know yeah your face you're right about that yeah well okay so i don't know if i can describe my face but my thought process is if the other guy sees her every time she comes in and their shops are that close to each other, you don't have to know her, but mm-hmm. you'd probably at least have seen her passing by. Well, and that's exactly what the investigators thought because they're like, we don't think that you're like best friends with her, but everyone else in this area is like, yes, this girl comes by a lot. Like she's right. here a lot, many mornings or on the weekends. Her family's there a lot. I mean, like it's not far from her house. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like you need to know her by name, but oh i've seen her before and he's like nope never seen her okay strike one um she'd been going there for years so it's a little uh bullshit yeah um so they they knew that it was highly unlikely that he didn't know who she was and he owned the deli so it's not like he's like this new guy there who's like oh i haven't seen her before like he owns it works there has been there years it's a successful deli he knows yeah the other thing, too, I was thinking about was he said she worked part time and she was in high school. So presumably not only would she be there pretty frequently, but she would be there pretty frequently at the same times. So it would have to be mornings, Saturday or Sunday, and then afternoons the rest of the time. Exactly. And everyone else was able to put it together. So Bro. they kind of they don't badger him, but they're like, really, guy? So later he's like, well... Okay, uh, she came in to buy a breakfast sandwich, and we talked a little bit, but then she said she had to go because she had to get the bus to go to work. So they're like, okay, why couldn't you fucking lead with that guy? Way to bury the lead. Yeah. But, okay. So, based on where her body was found, they didn't think that she ever got on the bus. Right. Because it was kind of, like, backwards. It's like she wouldn't have, like, gotten on the bus and, like, headed more toward work and then been found over here which was like near home and this deli like the last place that she was seen like all in this area wasn't far so on the cctv footage you can see her enter the delicious deli okay and that's what the first shop owner had said even though like john lethem at first was denying that she came in and then admits it later um but you don't see her exit so strike two so they try to pull the camera footage from Delicious Deli. Right. And it's been edited. Oh, of course it has. And there's like big chunks of time missing. Uh, of course there is. And they're like, well, that's odd. Like even the part where she enters, which they already know from the other outdoor camera from right. the other guy's place that they can see her enter. So they know the time that she's like due in there. Right. So they're looking at his stuff and they're like, wow, this is odd. There's like hours missing. Huh. I wonder why. Like that's not weird. So, red flag city. And he's, you know, denying who, like, denying that he knows who she is. And then he's saying, 
well, she was there, but only to like buy her sandwich and leave. And then he changes that like they talked for a little bit, but she had to go catch a bus. So investigators pulled camera footage from like all the other shops too to try to piece together what was going on because none of this was adding up. So I kind of tried to like lay it out. So I'm going to try to describe it for you. I'll do my best. Okay. All of this can be found online and you can look at the links that I like include in the notes too. Um, you can watch like the actual CCTV footage and there's just something so sinister and scary about like the silent security footage that you know God. something bad happens like yeah. just after it. And you're it, just waiting. It's just like, oh, it just looks so normal, but it's so eerie and there's just something about it. So it is, it's very creepy, but um, I'm going to try to lay this out for you the best I can. So this is Saturday, March 19th. So... At 7.17 a.m., John Lethem arrives at the Delicious Deli, and he goes inside to start, like, prepping to open the store. And at 8.21, Paige is seen entering the Delicious Deli. So I kind of give credit to the first shop owner because he, like, had the time down, like... Yeah, pretty stat. He's like, oh, about 8.15. It's like, no, yeah, pretty... I mean, pretty much, guy. Good job. Yeah, good for him. Um, I'm never that on it with the time. I'm like, oh, it's three o'clock and it's like 10 a.m. But she probably, I, well, especially at work. It's like, oh my God, is it three o'clock yet? No, yep. it's, it's 8.05. <laughs> it's 8.05. Um, yeah, good for him, honestly. So it's 8.21. Paige is uh, seen entering the delicious deli, but she's not seen exiting. And John Lethem said that, yeah, she was only there for a few minutes and she left. So they're watching the camera and like, she's still there. And then while she's presumably still in there because she's not seen leaving they can see in the cameras that the shades get pulled down really quick like in the windows yeah that's not suspicious at all guy um and then like the store is kind of like closed for a few minutes which is like kind of rare for a deli to just be open closed open yeah so we're playing that game now yeah but we're, we're pretending oh that's so sweet yeah so at 9 27 so we're fast forwarding about an hour Okay. John Lethem is seen exiting the deli. He's got his car keys in his hand and he moves his car to like the back of the building and you can see him like backing it in. Okay. Which, okay. Like, sure. Props to you. I I would be devastated if I found out there were cameras watching me back in because I have to do that shit like 10 times, but that's that's beside the point. (laughs) Also me the other week when I was trying to parallel park and people were watching, I was like, what the fuck? I can't even do this normally. Like... I may be good at a lot of things, but driving is not one of them. No. I heard it, I hit a curb and I'm like, whoopsie. Oops. The whole bumper falls off and I'm like, ha Like hit a what? pothole and just turn your music up louder. Like, I can't, can't hear, hear that rumble. No. Nope. <laughs> it ain't there. Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> so um, this is 927. He moves his car. Around 930-ish, the store is open again and the window shades are lifted. So like, Okay. Like, did you, like, what happened? So at 9.58, you can see him jogging to the neighboring store. So, like. Jogging? Yeah, like a little quick, like, not like a brisk walk. Like, he's like. Like a jog. Yeah, he's on it his way. It is so stressful to me to see people running, not for exercise. For fucking what? It's urgent. Bro. And so the way that this is all set up is like all these stores are just kind of like in one big long line, like they're all connected. So he's just running around to like the one next to him and he's in there for a few minutes. He makes a purchase and then he's seen going back to his store. 
And then at 10.03, he goes out to his car and, you know, it's backed in. So he opens the trunk and you can see him like moving things around in the trunk. Okay. And you can't really tell like what it is that he's doing, but he's like definitely like preparing it for something like. And you say this is in 2000? Uh, this is 2016. Oh, okay. She okay. was born in 2000. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. Okay, so, so this isn't like that long ago. No. Um, and we're in Scotland. Did I, I think Scotland. That, was that a little bit better? I don't know. Honestly, mine was worse than yours. So yeah, you were pretty good. Scotland. But um, again, we can't really see what he's doing in there, but he's definitely rearranging things. I don't know. It doesn't look suspicious. I mean, in context, it's super suspicious, but someone moving things around in their trunk to put something else in it like isn't that what the trunk is for like (laughs) that on its own no but everything combined hell yes yeah exactly so a few minutes later you see him leave the trunk open he goes back into the store and he comes out so you see him walking back toward the truck and he's got this really big black trash bag okay from the store from his store yep okay down to like his trunk and they call it the boot <laughs> yeah the little boot of the trunk. The little boot so i'm just gonna say trunk i also like that um in scotland it's not a trash can it's putting the rubbish in the bin mm-hmm. yeah so like cute. when i was reading this like they said oh he's bringing the trash bag and it's like the bin bag the bin bag the bin bag oh i love it to the boot in scotland all right i need to stop <laughs> so um he brings the bag out and he puts it in the trunk yeah so, and this is just all CCTV footage. You can look all of this up. Again, super eerie. Um, there's certain edits of it and remind me later to tell you why. Okay. But um, at like noontime-ish, he's seen getting into his vehicle and driving away. Okay. So he put the bag in his truck, left it, went back inside, worked for a little bit, I guess, comes back out at noon and gets in the car and leaves. So he's gone and then around 6 p.m. he returns. They see his his car's back and he goes back to his store, the delicious deli. Yum. And then there's footage from inside his deli and he's kind of like hurriedly moving around the store, which I mean, I'm sure isn't uncommon. Like you have a job to do and things, you know, he's, but he, you can kind of just see it. I don't know. He looks a little bit worried and he's wearing different clothes. Oh, okay. This is not what he had on in the morning when you see the, the footage from 8, 9, 10 a.m. This is not the same. And also, like, shouldn't he have had the store open? Like, it's a Saturday. Yeah, I would think that you'd make some good money if you're a... Like, noon to six. Delicious deli. On yes, a exactly. Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And investigators speak with the owner of the shop that John Lethem went into. So, the one that was, like, next to his. Okay. Um, and again, we can see it in the footage that he entered around 10 a.m. And the owner confirms what he bought and he bought bleach uh, and trash bags. Guy. Yeah. Jeez. Um. Bleach and trash bags. So a couple days later, March 21st, um, he's seen in CCTV footage in the area near where Paige's body was later found. So it's like, all right, guy. He didn't cover your tracks at all. So it's like pretty clear that he was like in and around the area. Yeah. So he refused to speak with investigators saying only that they wouldn't find anything. Ew. Yeah. So he's like, I'm not talking to you because you won't find anything anyway. It's like, all right. 
<laughs> All right, big guy. I literally almost did a spit take. What the hell? So, and uh, first of all, it is like the precursor to admitting guilt to be like, you're not going to find anything. Well, and as, what? Soon, and as soon as you say they won't find anything, you know what they find? Something. And also it implies there's something to find. You just worked really hard to hide it. Except you didn't. So <laughs> they find something. They find many somethings. I'm sure they did. They found Paige's blood between like the floorboards and like some of the like nooks and crannies in the floor. And then they could also tell that like bleach had been dumped all over it too. So they could see that an effort was made to remove like the the blood and any kind of DNA. Right. They find like little blood spatters on the wall. Like just little like flicks of it. Nothing crazy. He got like the, you know, big stuff off of it. Well, and as someone who dyes their hair... I can tell you how hard it is to fully clean up all of the little red specks along your bathroom. I, I think I get them every time. And every time I have to go back in with the freaking Mr. Clean. Yep. And whatever the hydroxinate, whatever it is. You that know, I and, pour on it. And do like another once over with it. Yep. And he didn't have time to do that. No, he sure didn't. So it was determined later that he had obviously killed her. Yeah. And we know by her injuries that she was stabbed 61 times. So there was a lot of blood and he made an attempt to try to conceal that her body was there, obviously. And the day that he was seen getting in his car and coming back a while later, he Mm -hmm. had he had stored the bag with her body in it in his garden at his house. Okay. So. What they think happened was he left her body there overnight, like outside his home and then moved it like the next day or something like on, I think it was on Monday, like the day that the body was found, they believe was like the day that it was dumped there. Oh, he didn't try very hard. Yeah. I mean, it was like, what, a little bit off a beaten path. Right. Not concealed well. And she was sticking out of it. And also, so if I have the timeline incorrect i will like correct it later but my like the gist i got from the articles i was reading was this all happened on saturday yeah saturday like during the day he moves the body to his home like his home like his own shed right sunday the next day he takes his wife and child out to dinner monday he puts the body in the woods (laughs) like what the fuck Okay, guys, let's eat some dinner. Don't look in the garden. Just seems very, like, unaffected by it, right? Yeah. So, on April 26th, 2016, Paige Doherty uh, was laid to rest. I'm glad that she was able to be found and returned to her mother. She would have just turned 16, but she didn't make it. That's so sad. Yep. Yep. And the community came together and they donated funds to cover her entire funeral costs. Like the family didn't have to pay anything, at least to my understanding, if they did, it was very little, but the community really came together. So even though there was those, you know, asshats going to asshat trolling, I think that that was a minority, but the fact that the mom even had to see one of those comments is disgusting. Right. Yeah. But the majority of people, you know, did what they could. You know, it kind of it kind of brought people together. So, um, 
on October 12th, so a little bit later, same year, mm-hmm. he pled guilty in the High Court of Glasgow to the murder of Paige Doherty. And when I said that the footage was edited... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What edits were those? So I didn't find it, but I didn't necessarily look for it. Okay. But apparently when he is bringing the trash bag out to the car... Yeah. There's a part of the footage where you can see like her foot stick out and like her like little socks. I think they were like pink and white or something like that. And like you can see him like try to stuff it, like just try to conceal it very quickly. But you can see like he didn't even do a very good job and it, he didn't dismember her body. I like I know right. your case this week. Um, that was all that that, that was. Um, but for this, this was just just a lot of stab wounds, but really like a really quick panicked, dare I say, disorganized way of trying to dispose of her. Yes. Ineffective, certainly. Um, in a way that he thought was going to be quick. And apparently you can like see her like foot fall out of the bag and like he just tries to like scoop it back in. I didn't go out of my way to find that because I just think that's horrific. Yeah, I think if I saw that, I might have like a mini mental breakdown. Like there's something about a sock to me. I'm not going to. I don't know what it is. I can see an un- like a pair of underwear. I can see a bra. I can see pajamas. Doesn't matter. Socks? Ugh, too real. Was it from Monsters, Inc.? Probably. Oh, it's such a good probably. movie. Anyway. But, and that's one of the things that really, like, solidified it for them. Because it's like, that's her fucking sock. Like, that's her. Like, there's no, yeah. there's no doubt in anyone's mind when they saw that. I mean, everything else really helped point in the right direction, but that was a telltale sign. Like, that was her. He put her in his car. She's not moving. Well, exactly. That's... The other thing, too, is in a world that is so heavily videotaped and surveyed these days, especially, like, CCTVs are everywhere. I took a class on police surveillance um, last summer, I think it was, And just the amount of cameras in London alone, there are so many that you can pop up on like hundreds in a day just living. And that's not even talking about what's the probably illegal facial recognition software that they have now. I mean, if we think that there's anything we're doing that someone doesn't know about. Yeah, it's just a total lie. I'd swear in my own home, like, you know, people probably hack into the camera and like watch me sing along to bad movies i don't know but like i'm sure i'm flagged for my like search history now with all these things oh i'm absolutely flagged dude my freshman year college english professor had us write things based on like who the audience was to show the difference and like oh if you're writing for a purpose versus to a person and you know i don't mm-hmm. know the way you'd frame things literally had us write two articles on shoe bombs One of which was like to the American people to like comfort them that they these aren't like a big threat. And then one was like a how to. And I was like, I'm not going to Google how to make a shoe bomb. Tell me that teacher doesn't work there anymore. I don't know. That's fucked up. Yeah, it was wild. And like, could you choose a different like topic? I don't know. Why not space travel? something a little less like the fbi is gonna have me on their list at 18 mm-hmm. anyhow good luck going for a job yeah yeah we are all so heavily surveyed that's the other part of this is like regardless of how well he tried to hide it on street face you cannot hide from camera face so 
I don't know. Let's think it through a little more than just closing down shop and stuffing her in a bag. Well, and I'm glad he was that dumb. Oh, absolutely. Because this nobody who had known her and had to grieve the loss of her deserves to have to hear this kind of shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But also, if they're going to have to, you might as well be the biggest dumb fuck they can find so that it's easy and at least puts their minds to rest a little bit that they got the right guy. Well, right. And it saved them like this whole big trial thing, too, because he did plead guilty. Which I will say that is another thing that's very helpful. Like we talk about in the CJ system, even witnesses coming to have to like you know, re-traumatize themselves by telling the things they've seen. Victims who have lived through their crimes have to retell their victimization. It's just so traumatizing all the way around that it is definitely good that he pled guilty. Well, exactly. And I mean, we, I mean, at least in the U.S., I know this is a Scotland case, but I'm speaking just sort of generally that you have a right to face your accuser. There's, oh. there's a reason that People need to testify in court. You know what I mean? I mean, there's there's factual reason that that's founded in. But if you really did do it and you know that you did it and you know that they're going to know that you did it, why do the trial? Because yeah. oftentimes you can negotiate some kind of plea that might spare you something. But we'll talk about that in this case, particular case, too. OK, good. I'm a little not happy. Oh, not good. Yeah, not not thrilled. Fuck. But we'll get there. So... Um, after he pled guilty, the judge, um, made a statement and I wanted to make sure that I read this because, well, first of all, her little accent was really cute. I know I'm talking about like a very Mm. prestigious judge and she would not like that I'm calling her cute, but little Scotland. (laughs) But anyway, anyway, she says, John Lethem, you have pleaded guilty to the murder of a 15 year old defenseless child. And a second charge of attempting to defeat the ends of justice by trying to cover up your actions. She goes on to say that this was a savage and frenzied attack and then says, In my view, no evidence of any motive has been put before me to explain the ferocity of this attack. And then she also said, It is impossible to comprehend how an apparently happily married man with a young child who was running a successful business is capable of such a horrific level of violence. So if you're like me at this point, I was like, why the fuck did he do it? She makes a good point. Why did this successful husband and father and businessman brutally murder a 15 year old child? He has a child. Yes. But also in my mind, like the way that somebody is appearing to society does not mean anything about how they're doing. Yeah, whatever. He has a successful business on face value. We don't know what that looks like. He has a marriage. We don't know what that looks like. He has a kid. We don't know what that looks like. And even though all of these things are like check marks of maybe a pro-social, you know, neurotypical life course, like Mm -hmm. exciting benchmarks, that's not always the case for everyone. He could have inherited a business. His marriage could suck. His kid might suck. Or maybe they're all great and he just has untreated mental illness that he never did anything with. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Continue. So why did he do it? Well, he claims he had a reason. Okay. Okay. So he said that she approached him and she wanted a job at the deli. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
because this girl who wants to work in like hair makeup and fashion who already has a job in hair and makeup wants to go work at a deli but okay absolutely sure we'll entertain that okay um and he said oh yeah well how old are you and she said 15 and he said he couldn't hire her because she was too young and she was like oh shucks really wish i could work here and then he said that she became really upset and she threatened him saying that he better give her a job or she's going to tell everyone that he touched her inappropriately. Yeah, the 15-year-old yep. who's and putting all of this on a deli job that she didn't want to go into that field. Okay. Yeah. And he said that he panicked and reacted. To date, there's no evidence to suggest that he's being truthful in any of this. What the fuck? Uh- for exactly the reasons we just talked about, right? She didn't want that job. And she was certainly wasn't going to, like, haggle some guy for this job. And we already know that, like, there's another deli right next door that she could... I mean, there's just a lot of With a the lot guy of waving that she's close to that she could probably get a job at easier. And also, there's literally nothing to suggest that she was the kind of person who would threaten face sex like false sexual assault allegations and those who knew her said exactly that they said that she would never even think of doing that like she wouldn't even know what that was she wouldn't even think of going there and again they were also like but she liked her job she wasn't like she definitely wasn't trying to get another one yeah she wasn't trying to leave that one so that didn't really leave a whole lot of room there and like she she just didn't want to (laughs) so the max sentence in scotland is um 30 years what yep 30 years but because he pled guilty and they didn't do a trial he was rewarded with three years off of that sentence so that got him down to 27 years in prison okay and then a couple years later he successfully appealed his sentence and i'm not sure what the appeal was based on i think it had something to do with the fact that he didn't have a violent history before okay but like okay we just showed that but all right so anyway it went down from 27 years to 23 years so he's serving 23 years (sighs) so that time Pamela, Paige's mom, has set up a charity in Paige's name and in her memory called Paige's Promise. I love that. And I'm going to just read something quickly from the website. Okay. Um, It says, following Paige's death, Paige's parents noticed so much help that was needed for families who had been bereaved suddenly and under tragic circumstances. They then decided to set up Paige's promise to honor Paige's memory and to help other families who faced what they did. And so on August 18th, 2017, Mm -hmm. um, that the Paige's promise became a registered charity. So it had that like documentation that they they needed for that. Um, But they also do some like other really cool things. They offer self-defense classes to children. Hell Yes. And they host retreats for other bereaved families. And they try to raise funds and donate funds for funeral costs um, okay. for people who have, are going through a very similar situation that they had. 
Yeah. Um, so I'm going to include all of the information for Paige's Promise should anyone want to check it out or choose to donate. I love that. Or anything like that. So her her mom has really tried to... And I keep picking cases that like I just try to see the good in it because my mind like does not compute if there's like no kind of happy ending like i need to find one <laughs> yeah i hear you and so as awful as those circumstances are and it's terrible and it should have never happened pamela and their other three kids honor Paige's memory and try to at least put some good back into the world and yeah. in thinking of Paige trying to give other kids you know a self-defense classes and other families who have been through that resources and things like that and again like the retreats and everything going away like a lot of grief support and stuff like that I know um when I was six my grandfather passed and we ended up taking advantage of a group grief therapy thing it actually worked out really great they were super nice I think it gave my parents a place where they could be understood in like adult world Mm -hmm. you know through what they're going through but it also gave us a place my brother and I to sort of process a little bit of that and it was geared towards kids so it was helpful in understanding everything that happened I think it was a really good idea so that is awesome that they're offering things like that and even the retreats would be great like death really brings out such a nasty side of people even the people that you love and care about and still have with you because everybody's grieving and nobody does that the same and there's a lot of hurt and none of it's healed yet so I am so glad to hear that they have gotten something positive out of such a hellacious thing. And also, my God, I've already been on this rant, but how many times are we going to stop taking time off of murders? I'm sorry. Even at 30 years, she was 15. She would have been 45. That's not even like fully middle-aged yet anymore. I know. Y'all, like I know the United States has a has some issues with our prison systems and things like that quite a few yeah and we have very high incarceration rates but honestly if that keeps people like this asshole like away from children and like you know what i mean it's like you have to look at like okay what's what's the alternative too i mean and that's a huge debate for another time i'm not getting into that nor am i saying that it's perfect here or perfect anywhere else but I mean, but there's got to be something better, you know, like he's going to he's going to get out and be able to see his kid grow up to a You know, Pamela never got to see that for Pete. You know what I mean? It's just. Yeah. And it, there's a part of me that is glad that he'll get to see his kid grow up like a just as a person. I'm hoping there's still humanity left in him that is there to cherish that. But also there's a little sadistic part of me that hopes he watches this kid. And every time that kid turns an age older than 15, he's reminded of what he took away from someone else. Well, and I would also hope that his kid wants nothing to do with him. Yeah. Because his whole story about I had I was doing, you know, I had to protect myself. She was saying this. I mean, even if she did say that you have cameras in your store, you can prove that. So. Like, that that was made pretty clear. Unless you took her to a back room and, like, assaulted her. Right. And then, you know, but there's really, I mean, w- would you go anywhere alone with, like, a 15-year-old? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, like, why would he bring her away anyway? So, my get like, none of that happened. He probably came on to her. She and, probably rejected. And she probably rejected or got scared or wanted to call home or something because she's a baby. Or... 
I'm running late for work and tried to get out of there. I mean, like, I'm, and I'm not saying that I think he's like this sexual predator because I have no evidence of that, but I'm saying like that at least has the story doesn't add up. And the one I gave you makes more sense. It's got a better foundation than she threatened to false, like falsely accuse yeah. me of sexual assault for not offering her a job that she didn't want. Like, and maybe if you didn't kill her and didn't feel, you know, compelled to delete all the footage from inside your store, uh, you wouldn't have had to worry about a damn thing. Yeah. Like I'm like, don't get me wrong. I'm the kind of person that if I'm doing 30 miles an hour in a 30 mile an hour zone, I see a cop car, I slam on my brakes cause I think I'm doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. But um, if you guilty, you act in guilty. That's all I'm saying. Cause what? Cause asshats are going to asshat. Asshats are going to asshat. You fix suck. You fix suck. Jeez. Um, the other thing here that bothers me and I'll say this is what in the hell are we doing when it comes to all of the tapes and cameras that we have? I'm glad in this case it helped. If you guys are interested in getting a CJ short on the different kind of surveillance that police are able to use, I'm so happy to do that. I'm fascinated by it. Like I said, I took a class on it and it was honestly surprising to me what we have that you don't need a warrant for. Like fascinating. I know that's US and this is Scotland based, but Mm -hmm. um, damn. Well, if you don't have the presumption of privacy, for example, like if you're at a restaurant, in public you don't have the presumption of privacy because you are out in public so it's sort of like and i don't know that it's the police i feel like it's a lot of like federal agencies like a lot of like the three-letter corporations that are that are doing a lot of the monitoring of these things but i mean the laws are written just so well and even so not for nothing police surveillance even when it's for a case and they're trying to catch something if it's in your backyard, if it's not in your house, it's out. So that means even if it's covered with greenhouse walls, they can use a helicopter and see what's over your house because other people could, if they had that viewpoint, see what's over your house. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't all necessarily make sense as to what is reasonable. It's just what could happen oftentimes. And that's how we get a lot of the major Supreme Court cases in terms of what police can and can't use with technology. And not for nothing. I mean... A lot of times it is relatively painless until it's painful for someone and it needs to be changed. But also a lot of times technology gets used before it's told that they can't use it. So it's not like, you know, they're intentionally breaking rules or laws. It's just new technology is new technology. You can use it until you can't. And we need to keep up like with our laws, keep up with it as it changes. And we know that that's changing every day. And I like, I will always say this in a democracy, it's your responsibility to know what's going on and to have your voice input. If you want it put in, Mm -hmm. you do not have to use your right to vote, but if you think your voice should count, you need to use your right to vote to say that. And also like, can we take a civics class? You guys? (laughs) Yeah. Just like one. Can we like the big three in terms of the C's in law, like criminal justice, not just law enforcement. Um, you know, how the court system works, how appeals work, how laws get passed, what laws mean. Like, there's so many people that don't know the first 10. I'm just, oh my God, it's the Bill of Rights, please. <laughs> I'm just a bill, just a regular, regular bill. bill. 
on Capitol Hill. Yeah. And you know what? That's how you learn this shit. Come on, you guys. Do your research. Stay on top of it. <sighs> Sorry. I'm so... <sighs> That's how I feel about this. But I, I'm not happy that he's not going to be there forever. Because I think Paige deserves more than that. And I think her family deserves more than that. And, I mean, people serve longer for less. Oh, yeah. I, but I, I'm comparing and contrasting very different places. So I need, you know, another in reminder that, that this is Scotland. <laughs> yeah. Scotland. Scotland. I'm getting better. You are. Scotland. I feel like I'm getting worse. I used to be pretty good. You were? I I mean, I'm <laughs> Scottish. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Italian. I'm not like... Gabagool. I thought my name was Gabagool growing up. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say she was in Glasgow? She was uh, in Clydebank, but the court was Glasgow. The court was in Glasgow. Okay. Yields. Okay. Also, it's supposed to be beautiful. Well, with that, you guys, we will leave you. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. That was... About, about time, time for, for true, true crime? crime. Yeah, I'd say so. I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, bye, guys. Get out of here. Bye now. Bye. bye. bye.